you, EBO? Chief Communications Officer with JCN, the Job Creators Network. Um, <laughs> Elaine Parker's joining us now about a troubling jobs report. <clears throat> Sorry to, you know, come into you with that little ditty, but I laughed so hard I can't help myself. All right. So, Elaine, troubling jobs report. I think they're trying to make it sound like everything is wonderful, but that's really not the case, is it? Yeah, I mean, thank, first of all, thanks so much for having me this morning. You're very and welcome. and when you when you look at the headlines across the country, it does sound like a positive jobs report, and it, it was surprising because the top line number did beat expectations. But when you do just a deeper dive into the numbers, it shows a very uh, a far weaker um, jobs market than than it appears, and that's because for for ten, this is the tenth straight month in a row that we've seen a downward revision on the previous month, which means they were wrong, um, and it doesn't get reported on. And so um, the, the downward revision in 2023 is a total of 434,000 jobs. And just on Friday's report, the downward revision for October and November was down 71,000 jobs. So when you, t- when you take that into account, I think we can expect the continued trend of another downward revision on December's jobs. And another point that we that when you look at the jobs and where there is is where the jobs are happening, um, the, the December jobs report shows that they're disproportionately happening in unproductive government jobs. Um, the government jobs, the monthly government jobs increased by an average of fifty six thousand jobs in twenty twenty three, so they're growing faster than in twenty twenty two, more than twice as fast. And many of these jobs are guess where, IRS agents, right. Uh, which are being hired to basically harass our small business owners, and so you can't sustain an economy and a jobs and a jobs, uh, you know, uh, the jobs on just government jobs because they're taxpayer funded. It just doesn't work. So top line looks great on Friday, but when you look down into that report, it's not as rosy, and it and it does signal some clouds on the horizon that we really have to pay attention to. Well, and every time they say the government has created jobs, I know there's a lie in there somewhere. Because in in my mind, we, the government doesn't create jobs. The economy thriving creates jobs. And people who want to do them, who are paid well and and want to pay their own bills and not get a handout. And we, we, they're trying to create this fantasy world where it looks like the government's just out there helping businesses start up, do this, do that. But it's not. It's literally government jobs, like you said. Yeah, I mean, in this case, really, the government is creating jobs. It's just those are considered unproductive jobs because they're taxpayer-funded. They're um, and, and we continue... And we continue to see a low unemployment rate, which is great, right, 3.7%. But it's happening because of the labor force participation rate, which was how many people, able-bodied people, are either looking for a job or in the workforce. That number continues to go down. It went down 700,000 by 700,000 Americans left the workforce altogether last month. So the number of full-time workers plunged by 1.5 million so those are things that, well, they're they're much more, you know, kind of nerdy and technical. They matter, and and they matter because of the ripple effects to the economy in the long term. And then you look at what's happening with our credit card debt. We're at over a trillion dollars, one point two trillion dollars, record high. This economy is being propped up 
by uh, credit card debt. And as credit, as credit scores reduce because we've got delinquencies happening at an all-time high and credit dries up, we're going to start to see, you know, the house of cards fall. Mm-hmm. Well, if 700,000 Americans left the labor force or one, one and a half million, as you stated, if you really dig into it, where'd they go? Are they just not working? Did they retire? Did they get injured? Are they on disability? Where are they? Well, that's a great question. No one <laughs> um, knows. But we all, exactly. So we also see the number of multiple job holders increased um, to a record high as more Americans are having to, to work additional jobs. And again, the top line number on, on the inflation, the, the rate of increase of inflation over the last 12 months has, has moderated. We're seeing the rate of increase go down. Um, and that sounds great when you say, oh, it's only, you know, uh, three point, uh, you know, three percent right now. Um, but the reality is, um, inflation or the, the, the price levels have increased as much as 20 and 30 and 40 percent, depending mm-hmm. on what you're buying. If it's gas, you're paying 40 to 50 percent more than when the Biden administration came in. So when our price levels are inflated and elevated, and they're simply not increasing any more quite as fast, um, that doesn't help people because wages are very stagnated and they're just barely keeping par with core inflation. Mm-hmm. So Americans are falling behind, and that's what this administration just doesn't seem to acknowledge because then they would have to actually change course to help everyday ordinary Americans, and they're not doing it. Honest to God, I don't think they get it. I really don't think they get it. They don't understand it, it, the economy. And I, I love how economists are always shocked at, at how the economy goes, because I want that job where you can be wrong all the time and still keep your job. But, you know, the Biden administration keeps telling us how great things are. But we all know when we go buy our dog food that used to be 12 bucks for a big bag that's now 17 bucks. I mean, everyone's like, well, it's only five bucks. Well, that's Five bucks is a lot of money when everything else has gone up five bucks, too. Pretty soon, it's $1,000 a month, and we can't make ends meet. And the prices are most likely not coming back down. That's the problem. Not anytime soon. Um, we, we definitely won't see prices come down anytime soon. Um, and we, we are seeing, um, uh, you know, very high prices in the grocery store. I mean, I was in the grocery store the other day, and ketchup was like nine dollars a bottle and i just thought how is that even possible (laughs) oh my gosh nine dollars see that's when you stop eating ketchup exactly you know thank god i don't i'm allergic to tomatoes so i don't eat it anyway but i you know we're being very particular we're eating nothing name brand anymore we're all going generic we want generic medicine we want everything generic because we can't afford name brand stuff anymore unless you're a you know movie star or you work for the IRS. So it's amazing to me that they keep trying to make it sound all rosy when deep down inside we know that our president is basically a Roomba and that the economy is, is, is barely fluttering with life right now and we are in for so much trouble if they get back in again. We're in trouble. And, and you know, our, our big focus, of course, at Job Creators Network is uh, where small business owners are, and we do a, a monthly call, a monthly poll of small business owners, national poll. Um, it's called the SBIQ, and the small business uh, sentiment um, continues uh, to hit all-time lows um, in our polls, and Drowning. only 24% of small businesses even have a favorable view of economic conditions. 
Um, and so Main Street, there's just a big disconnect between, um, you, you know, Main Street and, and the, the government um, population in Washington, D.C., um, and the political elite. They just, they're not connected to Main Street. And we hear from our small business owners all the time, and they're hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, we spoke with a, a, a member in uh, Iowa. He owns a 125-year-old, he's a 125-year-old year, manufacturer of horse-drawn vehicles, and he was recently forced to close due to lack of consumer demand. Mm-hmm. Now, this is all discretionary income to purchase the type of um, products that his company manufactures, but he was doing great under the Trump administration when the tax cuts came, and um, he was doing fantastic. And because of costs, his raw materials are up more than 20%. And consumer demand has gone down because people are moving their discretionary income into making ends meet. And so you're looking at a 125-year-old business going out of business as yeah. a result of these policies. He's just the tip of the spear. There's a lot more out there. Well, and I have some friends who own a business, and we'll just say it's in the food industry. And they're working 18 hours a day sometimes because they can't afford to employ people and they don't want to go under. So they're working themselves to death. And at some point, they're they're just going to drop and lose everything. Why? Because the economy stinks. So we all know it. I just wish the government would figure it out. Elaine, where do people go to learn more about what JCN's working on? They can go to jobcreatorsnetwork.com and sign up for our uh, newsletter and our alerts. And if they're interested in, if they're small business owners and they're interested in doing more with us and speaking out in the media and testifying in Congress and hosting events, they can sign up there too. Please do it because we've got to get the word out and don't just sit there and suffer. Speak up. I know you're probably drowning right now, but come up for a breath of air. Get with JCN and let them know what's going on so that the real numbers come out. She's Chief Communications Officer at JCN Elaine Parker. Thanks for your time today, ma'am. Appreciate you. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye.